Hello, welcome to the Social Sunday podcast. I'm Hannah Reistead and today I want to talk to you about launching. Now, if you've listened to the last couple of podcasts I've released, you might have heard me talking about the five-day newsletter fix. Well, this week I ran my first ever course and oh wow, was it a learning curve and an experience. So today I wanted to talk to you about my experience of my first launch as a small business and with a small audience. So I hope that it can help you and also to give me something to look back on as well. I've really enjoyed the process of launching and I've loved running the course this week. So much so that I've already set up the waitlist so the next round can take place. I would love to look back on this podcast in a year's time and see how different launching feels then what I've learned, and if I'm still making the same mistakes that I made this time round. Now, for some background, I have a small audience. I've been running my business for five years, but only in the last 18 months have I taken growing my audience seriously. I always just relied on word of mouth, networking. I love meeting new people, so that has served my business really well. But then obviously last year we went into lockdown, so there wasn't much bumping into people happening. So I decided it was about time that I practiced what I preach. I finally started my newsletter in January last year and my audience has grown steadily. It's really engaged. I've got an average open rate of about 44%. But compared to other businesses who very sensibly started earlier, my audience is still quite small. I'd always relied on my personal Instagram page, my Facebook and my website to bring me customers and it has always worked for me in the past. But when I wanted to expand and start to offer new services like this course, I knew that I would be launching to a small audience. But you have to start somewhere, don't you? So I thought I would tell you a little bit more about the launch of the five-day newsletter fix. So the inspiration for it came from a few conversations with my clients, my friends, my coach, and then once I'd settled on the idea, I knew I just had to get going with it. I set the date, I made the landing page, and I got ready to talk about it before I could change my mind. Now, this was definitely the best option for me, because I know that if I don't action something right away, it will always be just another thing on my to-do list. But here was my first mistake, planning the date. So for this round, I wanted to launch it the earliest I could without overlapping with the half-term week and the bank holiday, which I knew would be busy. But this also happened to mean the day that I launched was the day that all of the non-essential shops opened too. Now, I did consider pushing the date back to give those businesses who would be really busy that week the opportunity to join. But in the end, I decided to stick to the date and this time focus on the businesses who would have time. Now that I've run the course, I can see that it can easily fit into anyone's time schedule if they're happy to watch the videos back without necessarily joining them live. But realistically, I'm not going to be able to run a course that is perfect timing for everyone each and every time. So I will be really interested to hear the feedback, but so far so good and most of them have been able to make it for the lives. Next time I run this course, I will have a longer lead up and I will be planning it really closely around any other events that are happening and of course my own workload too. Now workload is also a factor in this and I know I definitely underestimated how much time and energy this would take. Promoting a new service can take a long time and while I felt like all I was talking about was newsletters, some of my friends said they'd only seen it once or twice. 
Now that in itself is tiring and it's something I will really need to think about for next time. Luckily, while I was excited and motivated, I wrote almost all of the content, or at least enough ideas to keep me consistent when it came to promoting. In fact, I didn't even use them all in the end, they're still there waiting for me in a Trello board. I would really recommend this next time you're launching something, write the content while you are excited and buzzing with ideas. The biggest lesson for me here was that you need to promote it so much more than you think. I sent three newsletters, I recorded three podcasts, shared 19 Instagram posts, including two reels, 130 Instagram stories, 16 Facebook posts, 10 LinkedIn posts, four blogs on my website, and one guest spot in a Facebook group. And still, people were only seeing it once or twice. Now, I'm really glad that I went into this knowing that I would need to promote this over a few different platforms. I reused my content and the messages and I got really clear on who the course was for. But I can see how it is so easy to get disheartened, especially if you don't feel like enough people are seeing your news. But don't give up, try something new, get adventurous with a reel, talk about it on your stories, write a blog or ask a previous client to give you a testimonial. Keep going because it can feel really hard at times, but it will be so worth it. I know the next time will be much easier, but I know now that I need to prepare much more for how much time and energy that promotion is going to take. So there are a few things I've done to help and I would definitely do them again. So I kept this week quite clear. I made sure that I finished lots of projects. I actually had a six week marketing fix client finish her six weeks too. So that was really helpful. I asked for help from my friends and my boyfriend and we treated ourselves to a pasta box too because that was really quick and easy. Just do everything that you can to make that time as stress-free as possible for you so you can focus on promoting your exciting new product or service. Now that I've finished the course, I've realised that for me the most tiring part is definitely promoting it. Running the course gave me so much energy and I absolutely love teaching people, so that side of it has been brilliant for me. Next time I run this course, which will be soon, you can sign up for the waitlist on my website, I will make sure that I give myself plenty of time to promote it and make sure that I do things too which help me to not run out of energy mid-launch, mid-promoting. I'll also be thinking about how many people I could have on this course in the future, Now, I'm going to be really honest with you and say that I didn't sell all of the places on this course. I was so close, but it wasn't quite a full house this time round. But that gave me a great idea of how many people could come on this course next time. And we had such a brilliant, supportive group that I was so glad they all joined this time round. Your first launch is a great way to test the water. If you have to make your products, it will give you an idea of how many you can realistically make. If you have a service, it will show you how many is enough and how many people is just way too much. For my first online group course, I'm just so happy with how it went. And already some of the feedback has been how much they impress themselves too. If you're thinking about launching a new product or service, really go for it and show your audience what makes it so amazing. I promise you it will be worth it just for that feeling on the final day when you've finished your course. If this podcast has been helpful, I would love it if you could share it with a friend. And don't forget, you can also sign up to my newsletter, The Social Sunday, on my website, hicommunications.co.uk. Thanks so much for listening. Speak soon. Bye.